Good morning and uh, welcome to worship this morning, to this service on Good Friday. We gather here to worship God. We gather to remember how Jesus suffered and died for us and to thank God for his love and for his mercy. And as we gather today, our service is one of hearing the story of Jesus and his crucifixion, of letting the emotions of the sounds take hold of you so that you know the shadows that Jesus faced as he saved the world from the sins. I would like to encourage you to listen to the words of scripture, to meditate upon them as the music plays, to let God's Holy Spirit work within you today. So let us pray. Merciful God, as we remember how your son, Jesus, bore our sins in his body on the cross and the seven shadows that hung across him seven times, his great love shows through. We ask you to bless our hearing. Father, as we recall how all three hours his silence cried for mercy on the souls of all, we ask you to help us to understand the mystery of your love and make us into a people who are ever more worthy of your love and your care. We ask this today. Amen. Our first reading this morning comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 26, reading from verse 20 just to 25. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him, one after the other, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas the one who would betray him said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi? Jesus answered, You have said so.
Lord Jesus, you gave your life for us. You suffered and died that we might be made whole. The second reading comes from Luke, chapter 22, verses 40 to 44. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Lord Jesus, you gave life for us. You suffered and died that we might be made whole.
The next reading this morning is from Matthew chapter 26, verses 40 to 45. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed. My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Lord Jesus, you gave your life for us. You suffered and died that we might be made whole. Let us pray together. Gracious God, today as every day, we pray for your grace. But today we ask a little more. We ask for a grace that is costly, for a grace that is just, for the courage to choose this grace alone. When your name is used like a slogan to promote what offends you, give us the grace to say no. When your word is spoken to exclude and divide, give us the grace to quietly include everyone. When your reign is reduced to nationalism or terrorism, give us the grace to resist. When love is called weakness and hope is dissolved into cynicism, and faith is dismissed as delusion, give us the grace to hold our ground and lift our voices every day and for always. We pray for the grace to take up whatever cross we may face and follow you down whatever road you call us to 
to be the people who share grace and justice, even as we give thanks for the just grace we have received. Amen. Our next reading is Matthew 26, verses 47 to 50 and 55 and 56. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Do what you came for, friend. In that hour, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Lord Jesus, you gave your life for us. You suffered and died that we might be made whole. Let us pray again. Let us share in the concerns of our world and let us bring them to God. So let us pray.
O Lord God, we seek your saving grace. Jesus Christ, we ask that you be with us on this Good Friday, that you be with the lost amongst their doubts, their sins, their griefs or fears. O crucified Christ, have mercy on your brothers and sisters. O God of the cross, deliver us from all evil. We pray for all those who suffer gravely from the cruel abuse of their fellow brothers and sisters. All who suffer because of the apathy and neglect of respectable people. O God of the cross, deliver us from all evil. We pray today for all those who are suffering from disease or accident and the many who suffer because of terrorism and war. And we ask God of the cross, deliver us from all evil. We pray today for all people who bear their suffering alone and unaided, and others who through surra those surrounded by medical personnel and equipment still find their pain unbearable. O God of the cross, deliver us from all evil. We pray today for all those who suffer abuse at home or at work and the many children who suffer from bullying or rejection by their peers. O God of the cross, deliver us from all evil. We pray today for all who suffer painful terminal illness and those loved ones whose spirits are this day torn by a raw grief. O God of the cross, deliver us from all evil. We pray today for all those who in their suffering have no faith to support them and whose one vibrant faith seems to be ebbing under stress. We ask God of the cross, deliver us from all evil. We pray today for all who in suffering still trust and praise their God. Those who while suffering themselves still give comfort to their distressed friends and loved ones. We go to the cross, deliver us from all evil. We pray today for all who are living in fear of tomorrow. With wars that are real and threats of violence, bombings that bring terror and fear. We ask for your comfort for the hurting and afraid and intervention to bring peace where conflict and hate abound. O God of the cross, deliver us from all evil. Our loving God, we commit into your hands our lives that in sickness or in health, in joy or in sorrow, we may carry without grumbling whatever cross that you give us and always have time and love for those who are falling down under the weight of their hardship.
This we ask through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. The next reading is taken from Matthew 26, verses 59 to 67. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so they could put him to death. But they did not find any, though many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward and declared, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. Then the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said so, Jesus replied. But I say to all of you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of God, the Mighty One, and coming up on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Look, now you have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of death, they answered. Then they spat in his face and struck him with their fists. Others slapped him and said, prophecy to us, Messiah. Who hit you? Lord Jesus, you gave your life for us. You suffered and died that we may be made whole. 
Our next reading comes from Mark, chapter 15, verse 12 to 20. What shall I do then? With with the one they call the king of the Jews, Pilate asked. Crucify him, they shouted. Why? What crime has he committed? asked Pilate. They shouted all the louder, crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace and together with the whole company of soldiers. They put a purple robe on him, then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him. They began to call out to him, Hail, King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him in the head with a staff and spat on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him. And when they mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him. They then led him out to crucify him. Lord Jesus, you gave your life for us. You suffered and died that we might be whole again. In a moment, we're about to hear 
the last of our seven readings. The focus upon the shadows that weighed upon Jesus. And in this reading, we hear the famous saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Forgive them, Father. For what? For nailing him to the cross? For spitting at him? For mocking him? For laughing at him? For betraying him with a kiss? Well, why not? But who were his chief accusers? They were his own people. The Jews, they did not know what they were doing. How could they or did they? They had the scripture. They had God's promise that the Messiah would come. But you know what? They rejected him all the same. They chose to ignore what their own holy words told them. And even when they did know well what they were doing, what did Jesus say? Father, forgive them. And today, can we be as Christ and forgive the wrongs of others that they have done to us? So on this Good Friday, we hear and can we visualise that forgiveness from the cross? Christ forgave. Can we forgive when we are hurt? When we are humiliated, when we are wronged, scared, scarred with unkindness of another. Be it a member of our family or a total stranger, can we forgive? Does our forgiveness reach out and encircle those who have hurt us? Each hurt, each pain, each broken relationship, each moment of loneliness, each moment of sorrow, each moment of guilt, each moment of hatred and each moment of selfish living, nail us to a cross by which those people have hurt us have made. And the reverse is also true. We can be nailed to a cross by the nails of our own self-centeredness and we can use those same nails to drive into someone else just as successfully as they have driven it into us you know there's a lot of nail pounding going on in the world at the moment by all kinds of people but the question i want to leave with you and ask for you and to think about today as we hear our last of our readings which focus on the shadow of death that Jesus faced. Is there forgiveness too? For we who claim to be Christians, followers of Christ, can we be an example of forgiving love? Can we be like Christ? Can we ask, Father, forgive them? Who is it for us 
Who is it that we need to forgive? Is it good enough for Jesus? Then it is good enough for us. So let us, this place be known as a place of forgiveness, a place of wholeness, a place of God's loving care for all people on this earth. Today, we are filled with the stark reality that the cross is a symbol of death, death which was meant for us. On Easter, we see the joyous glory that the cross is also a symbol of hope, hope as we walk the road of life. So let us hear from Scripture one more time. A reading from Luke's Gospel. The Shadow of Death. Luke 23, verses 33 to 46. And when they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was about noon, and the darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. For the sun stopped shining and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. Lord Jesus, you gave your life for us. You suffered and died that we might be made whole.
So as we leave today, we do not leave as people with no hope. The disciples didn't understand what Jesus had to do, that he had to die and be raised three days later. But we, we leave as people with hope, hope of the resurrection, the hope and joy of Easter morning. But as we leave today, we mark with a symbolism as we move a stone across the entrance to our church, to our sanctuary. So I encourage you to leave this morning, out the doors and wait for a moment as we cover up this place of worship and turn it into a tomb. May we wait with anticipation for the joy of Easter morning. May the blessing of Jesus Christ be with you now and forevermore. Amen.